Welcome to the Authority Podcast, Plumbing and Mechanical. When talking about the built environment, we would do well to remember, we shape our buildings and afterwards our buildings shape us. Therefore, on each episode, we'll discuss the latest trends from my Atmo in plumbing and mechanical safety, sustainability, and resiliency. Join me, your host, Christoph Lohr, and together we'll explore the ways we can make our buildings shape us for the better. Welcome to the Authority Podcast, Plumbing and Mechanical. I'm your host, Christoph Lohr. Joining me for this week's special episode is Brian Courtright with Lubrizol. Brian, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Glad to have you. Well, Brian, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so I am the national sales engineer for Lubrizol, representing Corzan CPVC. I've been in the plumbing and HVAC industry for about going on probably on seven, eight years now. I graduated from Penn State with a degree in chemical engineering in 2013. I worked a couple of years in the oil field and then transitioned over to plumbing HVAC, mostly working pipes, valves, and fittings on like the sales engineering side. Excellent, excellent. Well, really glad to have you and to have your perspective on the show. You know, I guess to start off with, you know, for our listeners, some of them may be familiar, others may not be with Lubrizol, but Lubrizol has kind of a unique role in the plumbing industry. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about that? Yeah, definitely. At Lubrizol, we the way we kind of go to market is interesting, and it makes explaining my job to friends and family even more interesting. <laughs> so Lubrizol, we actually manufacture the compound for Corzan CPVC. So for people in the plumbing industry, that's Schedule 80 gray CPVC piping out there. It could be our the Corzan product. And what Lubrizol did is we actually invented that CPVC material in the late 50s, early 60s, start using it for plumbing in the early 60s, but we actually don't manufacture the pipes and fittings. We just manufacture the CPVC compound. And then we have uh, strategic partners that actually extrude the the resin or the compound into pipe or injection mold into fittings. And our two Corzan partners are George Fisher and Ipex. So it's it's kind of cool. Some of the value that we provide Lubrizol as a company in Corzan, uh, the material manufacturers Traditionally, usually the buck kind of stops there. You have some engineers that work on the material side of things and they could give you some good properties, you know, what the material is good for, some compatibility stuff. But we've kind of took it an extra step and we have like a full team of really experienced, whether it be plumbers, engineers, people that have worked in the plumbing industry, whether it be, like I said, master plumbers or sales reps throughout different pipes, valves, and fittings in that industry. So, you know, we actually go a step further and we talk to engineers, contractors, designers, builders, and help out our manufacturing partners when it comes to questions about applications. So I think that's it's pretty unique, something that we do. And it's a fun way of explaining to someone that's not really knowledgeable in the industry of what you do on a day-to-day basis. Definitely. Well, and, and just a real quick, the gray piping. Now, Corzan comes in Schedule 80 and Schedule 40. Is that correct? Yeah, and most commonly in the field, you'll see it used is Schedule 80. So that's, you know, on your commercial plumbing projects, the Schedule 80 CPVC is the most common. Uh, Schedule 40 is available, but typically that's not the most common used. There's some certain like niche applications where that can be used. But yeah, typically what you're going to see in the field is a Schedule 80. It's a little bit thicker than the Schedule 40. Interesting, interesting. And really, I guess what you're describing is that the strategy that you all take is from raw material to install product. Is that fair? Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. So on sides of 
you know, giving support to both the manufacturers. So, of course, we're giving them the compound. So they're going to be extruding it. We're going to be supporting them. But at the same time, we also support them at the end use. So if we get questions on whether it be thermal expansion, contraction in, in the plastic piping world, that's a, a very important topic because plastic expands and contracts slightly more or, you know, more than its metal counterparts. So, you know, that's that's something that we as Corzan, as Lubrizol, we will kind of educate the, you know, the industry on that. And then also, you know, things like installation practices. So we work together with our manufacturing partners on that front as well. So with you all being involved from raw material to install product, then I would imagine you guys tend to be very sort of solutions focused. Can you maybe speak to our listeners a little bit about that? Yeah, definitely. For having a complete piping system, we kind of want to worry about everything that it's connected to whether it be hot water systems or thinking about how to insulate pipes, things like that. So when we talk to design engineers or, or contractors, we try our best to bring the knowledge that we have about not only our piping systems, but our experience in the field, whether it be guys have worked with, with hot water before or, or installations of fixtures. So you think of the pipe as connecting point A to point B and it's getting your water from place to place. We have to keep that in mind throughout like our whole conversations. Is It's more than just the pipe, you know, it's the plumbing system. And what we will do, help educate the field on different things, such as like installation training and design guidance and things like that for the entire solution. Interesting. And so when it comes to then being, you know, solutions focused, I imagine innovation and new products are a really important part of what you try to aim for in terms of, of your value proposition. Definitely, definitely. And I think one of the, the funniest things, I used to work at Vega ProPress. And when I took this job at Lubrizol, I was thinking first, reading the job description, and I was like, CPVC piping, probably not much innovation in that field. It's a technology that's been around since the 60s. You know, it's really popular residential. It's It's got a, a big, strong foothold in the industrial industry, commercial water. And, and then what I what I found out is that was that was completely wrong. I think Lubrizol as a company, we spent a lot of time and effort on R&D. And, you know, there's a lot that we could do with the material, whether it be feedback from the market on different properties that they'd, they'd like to see. And maybe they say that they'd like the pipe to do this or that. We could go back and reformulate since we've had so much experience with this before, we kind of know what different trade-offs we had if we want to beef up something, you know, what that's kind of take away from maybe something else. But knowing the market so well, we could make those decisions with with the guidance of our manufacturing partners and then some of our uh, key users help us out there. And then also on the on the plumbing side of things, on like your pipes, valves, and fittings, we get feedback from our manufacturing partners you know, GF and IPEX, and we work with them on the innovation front too, whether it be, you know, maybe a new style fitting, a different type of systems, how you're going to combat, you know, Legionella, things like that. So, you know, it's it's cool because we work on kind of the both fronts and the innovation, both on the material side and on kind of like the end product side, where it'd be like a valve or a fitting. So with the innovation that you guys are doing, and obviously you guys have your own facilities, I mean, do you ever do any kind of pilot projects or anything like that in your own facilities? Yeah, so our research and development department is uh, based outside of Cleveland, Ohio, and we have a full-scale pilot plant, both for compounding the CPVC compounded resin, and then also we have a couple pipe extrusion machines and injection molding machines. So when we are making, let's say, like a, a new formulation, or we get some feedback from Uh, our manufacturing partners about some processing issues, we're able to troubleshoot on site 
which is great both for new products and troubleshooting. So we could actually run that exact product that we've sold to our manufacturing partners, troubleshoot the issue from afar. And that's that's something that I think is just a great value because it, it's it's what really does increase our partnership. Instead of just being a, a materials provider, we're also kind of on the technology side and being experts at, at what the end use of it, it, it does help because we understand what the end goal of what they're looking for instead of just kind of looking at it in a microscope and just saying, hey, you know, we're, we're making some shape out of plastic and, you know, it looks good to me. <laughs> so it, it, it's, it's good to see we actually have in-depth knowledge there so we could, you know, have our conversations with our manufacturers to say, hey, maybe check this on your machine, you know, maybe this is going wrong. And then uh, at the end of the day, that's going to improve like their scrap rate and uh, production rate. Makes sense. Makes sense. Well, Speaking of goals, a lot of organizations now have sustainability goals and sustainability efforts and targets that they're trying to make. You know, what are what are you all doing in that regard in terms of trying to be a more sustainable manufacturer? Yeah, that's a great question. I think sustainability is a uh, a really big topic right now and something that Lubrizol takes uh, very seriously. Myself too. I, I think it's it's a very important topic that all of us need to really think about on a on an everyday basis. And I think. There's some things that we're doing that I'll get into, but I think even you know more importantly, because like, we're trying to stay in tune with what the industry is doing. I know that we've been tracking the water demand calculator that, that you know IATMO and, and you guys are working on, whether it be saving water, water conservation, any way that we can to help with that and stay abreast of what those new technologies are or engineering methods are, so we can help educate the industry on that, and then also things like. We have some trade-offs here too, you know, on like the hot water side where, you know, we want energy conservation, but at the same time, we have to worry about Legionella and, and, you know, storing water at hotter temperatures, distributing water at hotter temperatures. So it's very important to us as an organization to understand all of the issues that are industry-wide so we could help educate. So if we're educated and the more that we're talking about it with either it be contractors or engineers, designers, whoever it may be, I think that just kind of elevates all of us as an industry. So I think that's a, I mean, that's a big side of it right there. And then a couple other things on the material front is we had a life cycle analysis done on our FlowGuard and Corzan product in 2015. You know, and if, if you're not familiar with life cycle assessments, it takes a look at pretty much all of the energy it, it takes to pretty much make your product from raw material all the way to you know finished use. And then it even goes to recycling. So we did that in 2015, we got some good data on that. And then something that we're looking into again, it's something you wanna keep updating because you, know, you set yourself a mark of this is the type of energy you're using and then you hope to improve on it every time. And we've been seeing that with some new reports coming out with some big net carbon issues of 2050. There's a lot of goals going out. And I, I think there's, we could see in our industry the building industry, I think, is one of the top five biggest carbon dioxide emitters. So, you know, any anything that we could do on that front from a material standpoint, we want to be cognizant of it. And then we also you know, want to be able to make sure that we could adjust in, in any of the right ways. Oh, as I say, it sounds like sustainability, as we do at IATMO, is a very complex topic. For sure. It's kind of like everything, too. There's trade-offs and you have to kind of Decide, you know, where, like, what you want to sacrifice, what's what's most important to you. And it's really tricky. And I think uh, we're kind of seeing this everywhere. But I think as an industry, I could see us, we're all kind of making steps in the right direction. I think there's some good momentum behind the sustainability movement. I think maybe when I first came out of college, it was kind of more of a thought. 
and I heard a lot about it, but it seemed like it was more fluffy. But now I feel like there's some some good movement behind it, and I'm I'm pretty proud of some of the things I've been seeing out of our industry. So Brian, one of the things in terms of typically in thought and thinking of sustainability and materials, recycled materials is typically uh, an item that comes up. Is there anything that Lubrizol is doing in regards to that in terms of also making their products more sustainable? Yeah, I think recyclability is a, a big topic in construction, and just the world in general on the sustainability topic. And I think that is one area that the industry could probably advance in a little bit is, you know, how we recycle uh, our construction materials. And, you know, CPVC, Corzan is a, a thermal plastic, so it, it is able to be recycled because it could be ground back down into pellets and then melt it and then back extrude it and things like that. So we do have some some partners that we work with that actually will recycle CPVC. One of the, the biggest benefits of Corzan CPVC is that it, it lasts so long. You know, in your building, it's a huge selling point. You don't want something that only has a short shelf life. But at the end of the day, once the building's done, you want to be able to take that pipe and, and reuse it. So the good point is that the pipe is able to be recycled. But I think that is one area in the industry is, is we find a, a good solution for recycling and whether that be different construction practices like at the job site itself, whether it be at the start of the job when you're trimming off loose pieces, whether it be pipes or vinyl siding, things like that. Uh, you don't just throw those away and go to the landfill. You know, at the end of the, the life cycle, when you're demolishing a, a building, if there's plastic pipes in there to, to kind of salvage those and uh, bring those to uh, recycling. So I, I just I'm excited to see the growth. And I, b- I believe there's a couple companies taking a look at that. I know there's one that we work with called Return Polymers. But yeah, I think that's one area that I, I'd like to keep my eye on. And it becoming more common practices, people just getting their foot in the door and just kind of testing it out. Excellent. Excellent. Well, speaking on our industry you know, as a whole, I mean, obviously, there's so many different components just in the realm of plumbing. You know, you talk about the built environment, you talk about HVAC systems. But just in the realm of plumbing, there's so many different facets to a building environment. And so obviously working together with others, I think you would agree it's an important part to to play in the work that we do on a daily basis. What is what do you all look at at Lubrizol in terms of working together with others, uh, maybe the partnerships that that you guys develop? How do you try to impact the plumbing industry that way? Yeah, I, th- I think partnerships are just honestly one of the most important things to our business. No one knows everything, right? I mean, you can't, even if you have a, a great staff of experienced people, mm-hmm. there's you're you're going to be lacking in some departments. And when we want to look at innovation or making anything easier for our like engineers or, or, or customers, we're going to find all of that information out through partnerships, whether it be industry groups, making stronger partnerships with our manufacturers. So like George Fisher, IPEX, you know, the stronger we are together with them, the more information that we're sharing to them, they're sharing back to us. It's really going to help both of us out at the end of the day. And that goes the same for like the end user. So we're really trying to like keep communication open as possible all the way through kind of like the whole value chain. Because at the end of the day, we need information from the outsiders on, on, on what's going to make our product better. Or if there's something that the industry is missing that we could help out on, we want to kind of be privy to those conversations to make sure we're not missing out on anything. That's interesting. So I guess in terms of, of missing information, I guess maybe can you speak to our listeners maybe about one trend you guys are, are seeing? If it's a piping or, or tank issue or where are you seeing some missing missing pieces for our listeners? Yeah, so... <laughs> The Corzan material, that's kind of the way that we talk about it. It's its its, it's a material and it's traditionally made into pipes. But some of its biggest benefits 
is, you know, being resistance to chlorine is, is one of the biggest ones. And that's why probably our biggest market is in, in the plumbing. But when you see it in the fire sprinkler by in our, in our Blazemaster product. So what we've been looking at is, you know, as a, as a company is what other areas either in construction or peripheral to the plumbing market is, is where would this material make sense on the flame and smoke properties thing. So, I mean, it's, 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 it's cool. I mean, if you look, there's Corzan sheet. Uh, we have some other manufacturers that make Corzan in like different, you know, shapes for uh, like distillation towers and things like that. So I think that's one things that we found in our partnerships is that the world of plumbing's is probably most important for us. But there's also things outside of that that we could get into more and look outside of the plumbing world. But, but don't zoom out too far. You're still in the construction world. There's a lot that could get changed. There's a lot of inefficiencies that we see, and and, and we hope that we could help kind of solve some stuff with some of our material solutions. Really interesting, Brian. Really interesting. Well, if you were going to wrap up your talk in one word, what would that one word be? I'd have to say partnerships. Yeah. Why is that? You know, I think <laughs> the the way we've talked today, I mean, I, I've, I've always loved working with teams and where we fit in this, uh, in the plumbing world. I think there's just value in working together you know, all the way from end use to you know manufacturing. I think that all of us could learn a little bit from each other, whether it be through, you know, being parts of these associations and stuff. So I think the better the partnerships, the more open communication we have with each other, the the further our industry could go. I love that. I love that. And I, I totally agree. I think the more communication that we have as an industry, I love that line. I, I do think that's where we can go. Uh, that's a great place for us to go. Well, before we sign off, if our listeners want to get in touch with you or your organization, uh, you know, the social media, email, phone, what's the best way for them to get in touch with you? Yes, you can email me. It's my name, brian.courtright at lubrizol.com. And then also you can check out our website, corzan.com. It's got a ton of great information on the product if you're you know looking for something real quick. And if not, I'm always available if you have any questions. Well, Brian, on behalf of the Authority Podcast, Plumbing Mechanical, thank you for uh, taking time out of your busy schedule today to, to record this episode with us and look forward to having you on the show again, maybe sometime in the future. Yeah, definitely, Christoph. It was very fun. I, I appreciate the time. Thank you so much. Thanks for joining us on this week's episode of the Authority Podcast, Plumbing and Mechanical. Love this episode of the podcast? Head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Please follow us on Twitter, at AuthorityPM, on Instagram, at the Authority Podcast, or email us at iatmo at iatmo.org. Join us next time for another episode of the Authority Podcast, Plumbing and Mechanical. In the meantime, let's work together to make our buildings more resilient and shape us for the better.